Blog Talk Radio. personal finance with uh, Dr. Charles Ross. This is going to be a interesting show because it's just going to be me and you. That's right, me and you having a conversation about getting your finances together. Uh, but before I do that, I just want to uh, share some background because if I had a guest, I would introduce the guest. So I guess <laughs> since uh, it's just me, I'm going to have to introduce myself. Well, I'm Dr. Charles Ross. I'm president of Rossville Holdings LLC, which is a company that's dedicated to teaching principles to managing money. Um, you know, I've helped individuals and business owners set and achieve their financial goals. Uh, I've written two books. Uh, the first one is Your Common Sense Guide to Personal Financial Planning. And then the second one is called God's Plan for Your Financial Success. Those books are available on Amazon. Uh, I was a former vice president of, of the investment department for a major bank in uh, Georgia. I have uh, over 30 years of experience in financial planning and broadcasting, and I had combined those two fields to become a financial advisor on the airways in the 90s and there are thousands. Um, and this uh, broadcast, podcast, whatever you want to call it, is my attempt at reviving that program because um, – no one's really ever stepped up to take the place of the void that I left about 15 years ago. Um, you know, so for over 20 years, I hosted a popular nationally syndicated radio show called Your Personal Finance. I also hosted a three-hour talk show on a uh, station here, WAOK, here in Atlanta. If you're in Atlanta, my show, Your Personal Finance, aired on V103 at around 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. There were vignettes. Um, and every week... Um, I, 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 I connected with about 5 million listeners, had about 100 stations at my peak. Uh, in addition, I was a personal finance columnist for Upscale Magazine, which now I think has gone to a more internet version. Um, I hosted a 12-part uh, series on personal finance that aired on PBS called Money Maze and a video called Money Power that was produced by the publishers of Ebony and Jet Magazine. I've conducted uh, personal financial seminars all across the country for Fortune 500 corporations, colleges, churches, professional and civic organizations. Uh, I created a seminar called Mastering Your Money, which taught college students um, how to manage their money. And uh, that was sponsored by uh, a little small company called MasterCard. <laughs> uh, I was a former personal finance uh, columnist for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and business correspondent for Georgia Public Television's The Georgia Business Report, and I've written for a lot of national publications, and I've been a guest on TV and radio shows across the country, uh, you know, taking questions on personal finance. I've been on CNN and a bunch of other places. Uh, I've been born and raised in New York City, and I'm the father of four daughters, and I currently reside in Atlanta with my wife, Felicia. So with all that out of the way, uh, one of the things that happened to me during my time on the air 
I never really found a company that really, um, you know, had all the tools necessary for my listeners to be able to improve their financial situation. Uh, I had, you know, banks and, you know, investment companies here and here doing this, but nothing that really kind of brought it all together under one umbrella. And I found a company that does that. And uh, what I'm going to share with you is uh, about 11 different services, products, I try to teach you how to learn how to budget, protect, save, and invest your money. And so I want to put these um, uh, services in, in two buckets. One bucket is what I call the financial planning bucket. And then the other one is the credit bucket. In other words, the financial planning bucket deals with budgeting, saving, your net worth, um, your what they call a financial lockbox, which is basically, you know, uh, helping you deal with all aspects of your financial uh, aspects of your household, and then um, wills, trust, and power of attorney. Uh, so that's the financial planning part. Then the credit portion of it deals with credit restoration, uh, making sure you can build your credit. Uh, what they call the credit attorney. We'll talk about that. The uh, credit monitoring. Um, and uh, your, your credit de uh, debt payoff, and then, of course, your identity monitoring. And we know that people, I've had my identity stolen. Uh, well, I didn't really have my identity stolen. I had um, uh, a credit card coming to me one time, and it was t stolen, and folks started charging and stuff up on it. So you know how that happened. So I want to dive right, bit, right, right in and talk about uh, the financial planning portion of uh, this protection plan membership. And a protection plan membership is uh, basically, uh, protection plan membership is basically helping you enjoy exclusive money saving services that help you, you know, protect your, of course, your identity, your credit, your family, your finance, your lifestyle, and your future. So I want to talk about the financial planning portion, the budgeting. Well, you know, everybody knows who has been to one of my seminars knows I talk about budgeting, and a budget is basically a tool to help you achieve your financial goals. And it's been proven time and time again that creating a budget can help you pay off debt, save money, and put yourself in a very solid financial position. Uh, the online budgeting system, you know, features a very modernized design with preset categories allowing you to simply fill in the blanks and, you know, update along the way. Each month, you know, you'll keep track of your progress and place it in the right budgeting, you know, report. So you can see the impact of following and maintaining a budget. So that's, that's the budget. That, that, that is the first step in being a good financial steward, is, steward, is that you got to make sure you're budgeting your money. Because a lot of times, you know, when you just you know, spend a dollar here, five dollars here, three to four dollars on Starbucks, six, seven dollars at a fast food place or whatever. And when you see all that in a week or in a month, you say, wow, I spent, you know, 30, 40, 50 bucks on coffee. And so then you have to make some decisions. You know, do you you know make your coffee at home and take it with you to work or whatever? But unless you see those things in the aggregate, it's really very hard for you to make any decisions to try to impact that. So budgeting, number one, has to be the key. And that's all part of this program. So the second part is that, you know, budgeting is, like I said, is a tool to help you achieve your financial goals. 
So the savings goal system that we have, we have in this program allows you to create multiple goals, decide when you need to achieve those goals, uh, choose how often you can save. You'll then be shown you know, what you need to put away each month or each week to hit that goal. Uh, your savings goal report will allow you to track your progress, show you how much of your goal you've completed, and allow you to add any additional money at any time. And, you know, savings, If you, and I'll be honest with you folks, if you can't save money on a regular basis, you will never, ever be financial, financially independent. You probably say, well, I don't need to be financially independent. Well, how are you going to retire if you're not financially independent? And we're going to talk about that, you know, and I hope I'm going to write a note to myself to remember to talk about, you know, my plan. It doesn't have to be your plan for, reti for retirement. So we've got budgeting, savings goal. The next thing is your net worth. Now, here's the thing about a net worth. A net worth is your, I guess, benchmark as to how well you're doing financially. And what that means is that every year you do a net worth at the you know, January 1st, at the end of the year, you look at everything that you own. You also have a car note. You have to subtract out the balance on that. Um, so you have to go down and see it. You know, is that if you sold everything that you owned and paid off all your debt, that's what you have over to live on. So let's give you an example. If you have uh, $200,000 in assets and you have 100000 in liabilities, that means if you sold all 200000 and paid off the 100000 you'd have $100,000 left. Let that sink in for a minute. Okay? That's a network. So when you see them quoting athletes, business folks, entertainers, whomever, and they say their net worth – I'm curious about that because how do they know their debts unless they've told somebody? So you, when they, a lot of times when they say net worth, they're saying that all the stuff that they that they own. That's my answer because I. It's, how would you know how much how much in, uh, credit cards they have? How much you know they what their mortgage would be on their house or their cars or other businesses? So I always get concerned about that. Is that is it a net worth? And I think that's very misleading to the public. You know, because you could you could uh, you know have ten million dollars you know in in assets, but owe fifteen million, so you have a negative net worth. <laughs> that makes sense. And so uh, income is, as a matter of fact, let me rephrase that: net worth is a better representation of how good a money manager you are than your income. Now, I'll give you another example: um, you could make a million dollars a year, but owe one point five million. So, in other words, you have more money going out than coming in. And that's not unusual because, you know, one of the things I have found is that the more money you make, the more you spend. Because people have limit, unlimited things that they want, not that they need, that they want. You know, once you get to some people say, well, hey, if I just make 50000 I want a nice little apartment, and then you shall make 75000 oh, I want a house, and this, you know. And all of a sudden, you're making a million dollars. Well, you know what? I want an RV, a boat, a jet, you know, all these kind of crazy things. So net worth is more important than income when you talk to being a, a successful money manager. 
So now let's move over to the financial lockbox. And this is one that to me is so intriguing. So if, you know, if you're like most families, one person is generally designated to handle all the financial aspects of the household. Or if you're single, you may be the only person who knows the type and location of all your financial accounts. You know, what if your loved ones suddenly found themselves in a position of taking over your finances without warning? Where would they go to locate your insurance, your bank and financial records in the event of an emergency? The financial lockbox is an online solution that enables you to store financial data in a single secure password protected location for easy access by you or loved ones that you select and authorize. How neat is that? Because you're going to die. Or let me say, just take that off the table for a minute. You might get sick. You might be hospitalized for a period of time. And someone has to take care of your affairs. How would they do that? How would they access your bank accounts? How would they do things? I hadn't thought about that, right? But in this pandemic that we're now in, and this is being recorded on June 5th, 2020, that a lot of people are having to deal with that. Loved ones that are in a coma or sick in the hospital, and they have to pay their bills and all this kind of stuff. So that's a neat feature. So that's the fourth thing. The fifth thing, which I think everybody, I mean, everybody needs these products. This is something that people normally don't think about <clears throat> that they can actually afford. So the decisions you make, this is called the will, trust, and power of attorney portion of the uh, protection plan membership. The decisions you make for yourself and your family <clears throat> are important because you know what's best for you. And unfortunately, in the event that you're unable to speak on your behalf, someone that doesn't understand your wishes can end up making them for you. Without an estate plan in place, these crucial choices regarding your health, your finances, and your family uh, suddenly can be better. Uh, a lot of people just disregard planning for unexpected events because to you. Uh, this MyCare plan is a comprehensive planning package customized to your needs, covering the estate part that make up a full estate plan. Now, if you had to get an estate plan done, it would cost thousands and thousands of dollars. For example, when my kids were young, we had this, uh, I think it was an irrevocable trust, which basically they're minors. Uh, something happened to me if I died. Dollars first. First of all, they really couldn't receive it because you say, well, why can't a minor receive uh, money, you know, from an insurance plan? Because the money has to go somewhere, has to go into a bank. Well, if you're a minor under the age of 16, a minor cannot open up a banking account. You say, why? Because a minor can't sign a contract, and a bank account is a contract. Think about it. When you open up your checking or savings or CDs or whatever, you had to sign a whole bunch of pieces of paper. A minor can't do that. So someone would be appointed to oversee the money. Well, with this irrevocable trust that I just mentioned, the money would go into this trust. There was an executor to handle to handle it. In other words, I appointed somebody, an adult, to administer the money, and it was preconceived or pre-thought out things that would happen. So, for example, um, they could go into the trust, a million dollars, and get money for education, you know, food, whatever things to take care of my, my children's, my, my daughters at that time, um, you know, livelihood. Uh, then at certain point, you get, you know, X amount of take care of college education. For example, they may get 
they get access to trust to get money at 18 to go to college. Then at maybe 25 or 22, they get money to, um, you know, another, say, $100,000, you know. So you give it to them in increments because they're going to mess some of it up. Because the first thing they're going to do when they get that money, if they, <clears throat> they, <clears throat> excuse me, if they go to college, is they're going to spend on a car, get them a nice, fancy car. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, but guess what? <laughs> you know, that's going to be a real challenge because now they've got to take care of it, insurance, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> anyway, so will and trust are very, very important. So that's, that's sort of the, um, uh, the financial planning portion of the uh, protection plan membership. I have to take a sip of water there. <clears throat> okay, so now let's move into the credit portion. Now, a lot of people don't understand how, you know, how credit is. Well, they know how important credit is because if you ever bought a car or house, anything, anything else, they always first ask you, you know, can they have your information so they can pull your credit report? And it's almost like they don't care how much money you make. As long as your credit report is good, your credit score is good, guess what? You can pretty much buy whatever you want. So it's very important that you learn how to play this game, okay? Because if you don't learn how to play it, you can make a lot of money and still be able to do the things you want to do financially. So protection plan is on credit duration, credit attorney, the credit builder, the debt payoff, and the identity monitoring program. So let's first start credit around your credit score, right? Uh, making it imperative that information in your credit report contains accurate in this program. You'll work with your uh, with the credit experts, which is a proof system to make inaccurate, obsolete, or erroneous fact information you need to provide to the credit bureaus to so use a fair credit reporting act to your advantage ratings that may prevent you from obtaining new credit when you need it most, lower your interest rates, avoid high late fees, save money, and advance the opportunities for you to get credit. Okay? So that's the credit restoration part, you know, to make sure that you have, you know, and you can 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 be able to manage your credit. The second part of this is the credit builder. The credit builder portion of this is understand how your credit score is calculated and how to read your credit report are the first steps in approving your current standing. The Credit Education Center offers a wide variety of educational services, uh, credit tips, resources to help you take the necessary steps to enhance your credit score and manage your financial life. Improve your score by identifying the accounts that need the immediate attention and, um, and so you can understand the impact that the amount of credit you're using. So it's all about the credit building. It's all about helping you understand your credit score, how it's calculated. So, for example, about 30, 35% of your credit score is based on your utilization of your, um, your credit balances. The, 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 the benchmark is that you shouldn't use more than 30% of your assigned credit which means that let's say you have a total of, let's say, 10000 in outstanding you know, uh, credit limit, that you shouldn't use more than about 3000 of it. That's going to give you the highest score. Obviously, you pay it off. You know, that would do better, but limiting it to 30%. 
And you say, well, why would you think that that would be so important? Well, because the theory is that if you're maxed out on your credit cards, then you're living life on the edge and that you don't have the wherewithal to take advantage of any, you know, particular uh, emergencies that might come up. That makes sense? Okay, good. So that's the credit building portion. So the next portion that we want to deal with is the credit attorney, okay? You know, it's important that you have the opportunity to fix, the, the legally fix, not no, no scams or nothing like that, but legally fix things in your credit reports in a legal, trustworthy manner and fight abuse debt collectors. Um, with this program, in this service, we turn victims in, into victors as we step into an otherwise unfair fight started by debt collectors, creditors, and credit reporting agencies, focusing on you and not just your case, okay? We thought we were focused on you and not just your case. So the lawyers and paralegals band together to analyze your case and situation from all angles to bring about the best results in the quickest manner. And we work with you to determine your case eligibility and aim to stop debt harassment and clean up difficult to remove credit report errors from your credit file. That's very, very important. A lot of people have things on their credit file that shouldn't be there. And they just don't have the time, the knowledge to do it. Guess what? With this service, you have it. Isn't that great? Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So that's the credit attorney. The next thing we want to talk about is the credit monitoring portion of this program. You want to be able to manage all your online accounts in one place, integrated with your credit and identity. Um, you can use various buttons, action buttons, as we call them, to ask your creditor a question about your account or transaction. No phone calls you have to make or writing letters are necessary. Uh, we automatically track and update your account balances, bills coming due, and transactions every day. We access your interactive credit report, which is now easy to read, search, or find anything quickly view more or less in detail. It also includes your credit score, auto score, insurance score, and even a hiring risk index for job seekers. That's one of the things that, you know, I failed to mention is that your credit score can impact or cost your ability to get a car, your insurance, car insurance, auto insurance, so forth, life insurance, and even hiring. Yes, companies put your credit report to see if you're, you know, credit worthy. Now, why is that? Well, the thought is that if you have bad credit, chances are you might be a bad employee. I'm sure there's some research that they've done to support that. But nonetheless, you want to be able to be able to monitor that and take advantage of being able to get your score as high as possible. So that's not going to be a problem getting a job. Uh, you get alerts, alerts to your phone or email that someone opened credit in your name and then use the action button to stop the thieves if it's not somebody you authorized to do that. Okay. All right, so that's the credit monitoring portion. There's a lot of stuff, isn't it? This is, this is great stuff. Okay, so the next thing is the debt payoffs. Our debt payoff system is a clear guide on how to more efficiently pay down your debt, taking into account your debt obligations and interest. The system will show you exactly how to properly allocate your money towards your monthly payments using nothing more than your current income in order to speed up your debt payoff like getting that uh, credit card balance down to 30% so your credit score can go up. This system will show you exactly how fast you can pay down your debt, how much money you'll save in interest, and detail your monthly payment plan to help you achieve your debt payoff goals. Isn't that neat? 
So that's the debt payoff portion. And that's at five, so we've got one more that we have is the what we call the identity monitoring. Okay, this is where we uh, there's a company called Info Armor leads the identity protection industry with Privacy Armor. It's a proactive monitoring service that alerts you at the first sign of fraud. That's right. You get alerts for credit inquiries, accounts opened in your name, unsavory content on your social media account, compromised credentials, and financial transactions. In the event of fraud, you don't have to figure out what to do or even do it. Our dedicated privacy advocates fully manage and restore your identity. Uh, 401k and, and other reimbursements, tax forward refund advances, and $1 million in identity theft insurance policy means your finances are not going to suffer. So that's all. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff, isn't it? You know, and, <clears throat> and if you forget that, if you click on this, uh, if you've clicked on this um, uh, broadcast um, in my bio, in the um, description section at the bottom is my email. Just uh, email me if you're interested and uh, leave contact information, and I will get in touch with you so we can talk about these things. Now. Once you've done all that, you have to figure out, you know, what you're going to do, because with all that, you know, um, you know, improved uh, uh, credit, uh, increased opportunities to be financially successful is a thing that you might want to do. Uh, one of the things that uh, on another broadcast, uh, I'm going to talk about my financial plan in terms of my wife and I, Felicia's financial plan for retirement. And... Um, and if you're interested in that also, just in, inbox me at charlesrossoutlook.com, and I'll be more than glad to let you know when that segment airs. Or we can talk about it offline because, you know, this is my passion. You know, I'm 62, and <clears throat> I think i got about three or four more years in the workforce, and I'm trying to impact as many people I can with these services and the things that, that are out there. Does that make a lot of sense? Like, you know, so yes, it does. So very good. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully, this has been enjoyable to you. If there's other topics that you'd like to learn about, uh, and I may go more in depth to some of these later on, then uh, you know, inbox me again at charles.outlook.com. With that being a little barrier, oh, I like this. Thank you for listening.